Nature Boy Ric Flair will stop by Zen Leaf Naperville to meet and greet fans, take photos, and drop in to let people know about his Ric Flair drip merchandise. Between 5.30 and 7.30, recently Verano, a Chicago-based cannabis company and owner of Zen Leaf and Ric Flair announced the partnership to develop Ric Flair drip cannabis products. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you on Cap and J Hood, it is our pleasure to talk to the man, the greatest world champion of all time, the nature boy, Ric Flair, is with us on Cap and J Hood on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, guys. How are you? Uh, so excited to talk to you, man. My brother, Bruce, and I watching you on wrestling growing up the 70s and 80s. Uh, man, it's awesome to have you on. Thank you. I'm honored. I'm sorry. My voice is a little bad. I've been traveling a lot. I apologize. No, you sound great as always. I want to I want to know how is life for you right now, Rick? You're doing this in so many different things. How's life for you? Oh, my life is great. Are you? I, does this does this show get national traction? Absolutely. Yes, it does. Coast to coast, border to border. I'm, I'm watching uh, these idiots on Get Up. D. Wood and Bart Scott and. Nitsky, um, Rob, crack on Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Just wish to walk in the studio because they would all kiss his ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I hope D Wood and Bart Scott hear it. And Nico and Nick, well, I can't think of his last Rob Ninkovich. He's from Chicago. Yeah, Rob Ninkovich. I love those guys. But when they crack on Tom Brady, I wish you'd walk in that. They they would all kiss his ass. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, I want to know about um, about marijuana, about you working with Zen Leaf Naperville. So I'm sure that back in the day on the road for you to recover along with, you know, partying all night, dance a little longer. You there was some marijuana. How much did that help you recover even back in the day in your wrestling days? Well, I didn't I didn't use the wrestling days. I just started using uh, edibles three years ago. And it was to get off uh, Ambien and Xanax, stuff I used to sleep at night. So all those years in the road, Rick, you you never used cannabis. I know it had to be around the locker room back then, too, though, right? Oh, it was everywhere, yeah. I wasn't against it. I just uh, had had asthma as a child growing up, and I outgrew it eventually. But um, that's why I didn't smoke it. I, mean, I had nothing against it. I just actually... Uh, you know, absolutely. My friends all used it day and night, but um, but the oil wasn't available. The, the healing products weren't available as much as as just the the uh, the uh, uh, smoking uh, capability. So, Rick, I went to college in the Twin Cities at Hamlin University. There and, you go. Yeah, and I followed your career for so many decades. You were at the University of Minnesota, and then you get into wrestling with Vern Gagne. Were there? Yes. Wh- where would you be today if Vern Gagne doesn't pluck you out and watch the thirty for thirty, where he said, "You're not a loser. You're not a quitter. Get with me. We're going back to this camp with Ricky Steamboat and all these other." Where would you be today? You know, quite honestly, I'm not sure. Um, I'm sure I would have been okay, but not. Not, um, not on, um, not on, not having lived the level of life that I've been lucky enough to to be part of. I, I had the ability. I just, 
I wasn't prepared. I was like weightlifting and trying to be a big power lifter, living with Ken Patera. And I hadn't run a mile in probably three or four years. And we got out to that camp that first day. I weighed 310. And, and Ken had just come back from Munich, uh, where he won a bronze medal. It was about 3.30. We ran two miles outdoors at a cornfield, 500 free squats, 250 push-ups, and 250 crunches. And, man, I would, it took me, I would say Ken and I were there at least six hours minimum. We never even got in the ring. I looked at Ken and said, God, I don't know if this is what I signed up for, man. I'm not ready for this. <laughs> and um, the next day, I can hardly walk. You can only imagine if you haven't done free squats. Try sometimes they're brutal. Oh, man. Um, but um, anyway, I was young. I was still in decent shape, but I just wasn't prepared for that. So went back the next day, same thing. And I said, screw this. I'm going home. And I just, you know, there's no no cell phones back then or anything. So I just, <laughs> I called Greg and said, Greg, tell your dad, I appreciate him. I'm not doing this. And he said, okay, my dad was not, not going to be happy. I said, well, I'm not happy doing it. And knock on my door about 5.30, came to the house, grabbed me, slapped me, threw me out in the front yard. Said, said, you've let people down at so many different junctions of your life that this is something that you're not walking out on me. And that was the difference maker. I didn't. Rick Flair. And here I am today, you know, 73 yeah. years old. <clears throat> I've been through a lot, but I don't think everyone through anything as hard as that damn training camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Zen Leaf Naperville. That's where you're going to be, Rick. 530 to 730. He joins us here yeah. on Captain Jay Hood. I, I, with you being in Chicago, as you well know, this is Vern Gagne, AWA territory. Oh, it, absolutely. It's, it, it's easy. Rick, there's so many that was in that camp, though, that did quit that I don't think Vern went to their door. How, how much did that mean to you that he went to you and said, hey, don't quit because others dropped off in that same camp, too, right? No, nobody dropped off. No, it was uh, that my camp actually, Steamboat was a year after me. But we all did the same thing. I mean, the you know, climbing the stairs on, uh, with a wheelbarrow, you know, on your, on your hands. And then it was it was insane. But my camp was Greg Gagne, Jim Brunzel, both who are living. I talked to last week. Um, Cosmo, Missouri, Ken Patera, and myself. So being, like, how did the whole personality of the nature boy start? Because... You know, I remember Dick the Bruiser and the Crusher and Moose Cholak and uh, who's the guy they drove the the car over his stomach? Um, oh, Pe- Pepper Gomez. Pepper Gomez with the, the cast Star. iron stunk. Like, how did you develop the, the Nature Boy? Very pardon. How did you become the Nature Boy with the boas and all? Where did that come from? Well, I was in a plane crash in '75 where I broke my back. And killed the pilot, paralyzed two guys. So I actually got off lucky. Um, and a guy named George Scott said to me, why don't we try and come up with something different for you? We got really, I really hadn't established any kind of an identity. Um, I was catching on to it and getting pretty good at it. But, you know, it's always better if you've got an identity or a gimmick you can live with. And 
convince the people that you like. And, and I think to be really successful, almost have to live that character back in that day. So there was a guy named Buddy Rogers who was very famous from the 50s and 60s. And uh, George Scott said, let's try something like Nature Boy, Ric Flair, and take take a page out of Rogers' book. And uh, as Harley Race would say, if you guys remember Harley Race? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The man. Harley, Harley would say, I'm, I'm going to do his voice out. Blair took Roger's gimmick to a whole new level. <laughs> that was amazing, it's true. man. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> love Harley, man. Yeah. Harley Race, hey. I know, Rick, I know you love Harley. You love Harley Race all the oh, way yeah. to the end. Hey, now, now, Ed Bronstein is taking the nature boy. To a whole new level. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest. So as you went through this whole thing, and again, I watched so much stuff about you where you said, if I'm going to be wrestling in Hutchinson, Kansas, I sure as hell ain't going to be spending the night alone. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out and have a good Absolutely. time. So, I wish I had cannabis products then. Yeah. <laughs> so, Rick, there was no Twitter then. There was no Facebook to get your message out. How would you get a message out to all the lovely young ladies in Hutchinson, Kansas? I'm going to be in the lobby of the Marriott buying drinks. How would you let well, people that know? That's probably going to happen in Hutchinson. <laughs> <laughs> Not in Hutchinson, he said. <laughs> but, but definitely in, in Chicago and definitely in Baltimore and all, all the other places around the territories, right? Oh, and... Tokyo, Sydney, Australia, Auckland, New Zealand. <laughs> I, I, you know what? what? I'm just a local resident. Rick, I tell uh, Cap all the time about, you know, when the horsemen would come into town, because I would be out at the UIC Pavilion seeing all the shows, that you, that you and the horsemen would always hang around, you know, Rush Street, and you had a great relationship with the Blackhawks at that time, right? I did. My really close friend, Bruce MacArthur, <laughs> is part of the Words family. And I knew Rock, I actually knew Arthur. I've gotten to know Rock, Bill real well, of course, Bill Pass, and so with Arthur. I know Rocky and uh, my friend Bruce. Um, I'm hoping to see you while I'm in town. But um, yeah, we had, we went to a place called the Snuggery, and of course, I, I was at Gibson's last night. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's a great town. I love Chicago. I've never seen it better than it is right now. You, yeah, my brother ran into you at Gibson's, and he said, everywhere you go, everybody gravitates to you. Not every athlete can say that. Sure, if Michael Jordan walks in, they gravitate to him. He's Michael Jordan, or Justin Fields is our quarterback. You're 73 years old, and here, everywhere you go, people are doing, woo! I mean, you're a living legend. What is that like for you? Um, to be honest with you, I'm... And I never get tired of it. I, I, I'm very fortunate in the fact that and that, that happened last night at Gibson's because I got him, I got him to turn off the Bulls and put the Yankees on. How hard is that to do? Jesus! Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> wow! That's power in the city. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I have a great relationship with people like that. I actually was with Steve Lombardi, the owner, the night they opened in '89. Yeah. So it's really awesome. Uh, uh, I, I love the Words family and everything, but uh, this relationship I have with Chad now and this cannabis thing is probably the biggest opportunity I've ever had in my life. So 
I, that's what I'm in town for now the next two days. And uh, I love Illinois. I've been, I get, like you said, I've spent half my life wrestling here in Chicago and in the Illinois area. Yeah. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this, and uh, I think the next two days will be huge for us. Zen Leaf Naperville, that's where Rick is going to be, 530 to 7.30. Stop by. The Rick Flair Drip Cannabis products will be available there. Get a chance to uh, take photos and see Rick right there at Zen Leaf Naperville. How's your daughter, Ashley? We haven't seen her for a while. How's she doing, and when is she going to return to WWE, you think? Oh, she's doing great. I just, um, I think they mutually agreed to let her have a little break. She bet, you know, she, she came out in 2000, debuted at, on the main roster, and, 15 and she's been on top you know literally that was very difficult for anybody to stay on top in a main event position for seven or eight years now so she got married and uh she just took some time off and i think it was mutually agreed upon yeah the hope that uh, you know what she's solely missed on that program you know as you well know i'm sure it was mutually agreed upon yeah she's just taking the time she bought a new home decorating that Doing some stuff that normal people do that's okay. That when you're traveling full time, you don't have the, the the opportunity to do. So it's working out great for her, and I'm sure she'll be back hopefully anyway. Well, by the first of the year. Hey, before we let you go, if I told you we're going to go out, Jonathan and I are going to go out, and we can have four people with us. You're one of them. We want to have just an absolutely insane night. Who would be the other three people? that you would say, okay, I want him, like Bobby Hall or whoever. Give me three well, other athletes, Mike Tyson. Is that Who would you put in that group? Well, I know Bobby real well. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while, but um, take you guys out for a night. I would say any age group. Yep. Yeah. It would be you and I. It would be the, the three of us and Roddy Piper and, uh, <laughs> and, and Arn Anderson. <laughs> oh, oh boy! All night, all Woo! night. <laughs> You've got a full sweater. <laughs> okay, so all right, this is the this is our favorite promo. It was for Baltimore, and you said like, in, if you're in Baltimore and you're 21 with a full sweater, come see me at the Marriott. And it, I'm yeah. sure there'd be a ton of people at the Marriott to see you, Rick. Of course. Yeah, 18 to 28, no boyfriends, no husbands. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, awesome. Space Mountain will be open all night long. <laughs> we we got a guy out on the street now holding up a woo sign with the four. <laughs> this is your town, Rick. Rick, this is your town. <laughs> hey, about, uh, last thing. You got woo wings going. You know Chicago's your town. Is there going to be a woo wings in Chicago at some point? You're in all these other cities. When will woo wings come to so. Chicago? We're, I actually, to be honest with you, the project is just very. We're in a lot of cities and doing real well so far. But I've been so involved in this uh, cannabis project that I haven't had much much time to pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. When the cannabis, the cannabis is my first commitment, and uh, after I get we get successfully launched, we'll be in fifteen states, which is huge uh, to be this far along in the game, and. Uh, Chad and uh, Aristotle and these guys just keep pushing and so and they're they're geniuses at what they do. So I've kind of found their lead and everything else I've been doing I kinda of, I put to the side. I'm having so much fun doing this. Well, it's an honor to have you on, man. I'm gonna actually have you on TV with me later today. Looking forward to it, but Hoodie and I talk about you 
all the time. Yes, sir. This hey, is your, this yeah. your town, Rick. Let me give you some advice. Hmm. If you want to, if you want to find some women, bring some Ric Flair dripper on, man. They are everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, brother. We appreciate it. Hey. I'm promoting it, man. I'm promoting it. <laughs> God bless you. We'll talk to you later. It's the man, Nature Boy Ric Flair. is going to be at Zen Leaf Naperville today from 530 to 730. He'll have his Ric Flair drip cannabis products right there and all of his merchandise. A pleasure to talk to the man. Dude, we just had a guy make a woo sign come <laughs> down here to the station because he heard the interview, and he's standing out there with the four horsemen thing up in his hands. Woo! Let me tell you something. It, you'd be surprised, Cap. You'd be surprised. He's having more fun now than he did when he wrestled as far as advertising. You would think this guy would have been in Miller Lite commercials and uh, around the 80s and 90s. Those opportunities were not there for him to advertise right. and be the face of something. Right. He's 73. He's busier now than he was when he was uh, 300 days on the road wrestling for the NWA. Correct. Crazy. Crazy. But I'm happy for him that he's able to go, hey, I got cannabis here. I got woo wings. I got my podcast. It's happening now at age 73. Good for him. But in his 30s and 40s, Good those opportunities him. were not available. Good for him. A lot of fun. Cap and J. Hood, morning 7 to 10.